0: Hey everybody, you know that was a lot of fun having a few of our folks from Toronto be involved and I I know we got uh, several of our Toronto church and our Barbados group and people jumping in after the service in Bridgewater. We got people double dipping today from from there. You got to pull yourself out of the screen honey. Can you move your table back? Oh sorry. I didn't move that because you were still on it.
1: Because
0: we want people to see the screen. I got to do my own
1: a lot of my own work
0: today. No we want to see you for sure but because I'm the eye
1: candy. <laughs> <That's my>
0: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Please, everybody, settle down. <laughs> Please, I, I see Not that. Not really.
1: <laughs> that was a you, joke. Are, you are
0: my eye candy. Honey. I better you are be my your eye wife. candy. Amen. Amen. You know, I, I tell people, they say, uh, who are you? I say, I'm, I'm from the tribe of Howdy Getter. <laughs> and you know what the tribe of Howdy Getter is? People come to me, they look at my wife, they go, how did he get her? So that's me, I'm from the tribe of Howdy Getter. How do you get her? That's me. You know, this is Palm Sunday, Pastor Cheryl. Yeah, it's Palm Sunday, and uh, uh, teaching Sunday school one time, there's a group of kids, and I said, "What day is it today, kids?" And they were like, you know, five yes, or six yes. years old, and they're Palm Sunday. Woo! And I, I said, "That's great." And I said, "Tell me, what does that mean?" Next week is, and one of the one of the little girls said, "Next week is Easter Sunday." And well, yes, I said, "What happens special on Easter Sunday?" And she said, Jesus came out of his tomb. He was raised from the dead. And I was just about to say congratulations when a little boy jumped up and said, yeah, and if he sees his shadow, he's got to go back in for six weeks.
1: (laughs) I've heard that joke, but I still laugh.
0: I thought it was good. Hey, happy Palm Sunday guys. Glad to see you. Uh, just going to go through a few things with you today. Don't want to keep it too long, but we want to continue to move ahead on the great divide. Can you say great divide? Great divide. Come on. Uh, Cory ten boom, Tenboom ten boom was a survivor of the whole Holocaust. All those things Very, very popular speaker. Uh, back when I was a kid, I, I remember seeing Cory ten boom myself live and very impactful, but she had quite a ministry and, and somebody said to her once, they said, uh, you know, tell me, uh, How do you handle, you know, this expansion? You know, what is it and how do you keep yourself humble? Well, she said, when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday on the back of a donkey and everyone was waving palm branches and throwing garments on the road and singing praises, do you think for one moment it ever entered the head of the donkey that this was for him? Hee-haw. She haw She said, Jesus is coming in. Everybody's cheering. And do you think the donkey thought it was for him? I don't know. Maybe the donkey did. I don't know. Probably wondered what was going on. But And then she said this. She said, if I can be the donkey and watch Jesus Christ rides in his glory, I'll give him all the praise. And I'll give him all the honor. And isn't that really what it's all about? Because mm-hmm. we are carriers. You know, you, you might say, wow, there's, there's people. They don't know they're carrying the coronavirus. Well, you need to know this that you're carrying the anointed one, just like that donkey was carrying it. You know, the donkey was just a carrier. You're a carrier. But being just a carrier of that anointing means that you got that same power that raised Jesus from yeah, the dead. And I say, you, you're a carrier of something powerful. You're a carrier of the glory of God. So all together, you ready? Hee-haw, <laughs> That wasn't even rehearsed. It was not rehearsed. I was right on cue. We've been spending too much time it's together. Way too much time together. I need together. to get Cheryl away from the paint brushes. She's been painting everything in the house. I well, thought
1: I'm working from home and so without any distractions I get all my work done quickly and I've run out of paint cans and I've only got one wall left to paint.
0: Well, we're out of the house. I've had somebody visit and remove all paint and all brushes. I think she's going to paint the car and that would not be good. So, right. but hey, happy Palm Sunday, guys. We're really glad to be with you. We you so much. You oh know, my we, gosh! We did the Zoom meeting for our leadership. We had 36 folks online the other night. You know when all their faces started to come oh, it was up really great. spontaneously, I just started to cry. I didn't plan on that, but I I miss your faces. I Me just too. miss you so much, and I hope you're going to jump into our, our small groups this week. Go online, get into a small group. I hope right after service there's going to be a Zoom lobby. that will be get awesome. We to go to a Zoom lobby, and we're going to leave gonna have, everybody's microphones on.
1: How many can we host?
0: I think we can host over 100. So I mean, I hope you get on to the Zoom lobby. We're going to leave everybody's mics on. We're going to have a whole, hey, bunch we're of chatter. a whole bunch of chatter. That'll be so great to see uh, uh, just a whole thing full of people talking to each other, right? Yeah. So Zoom I lobby. I am
1: mushy in my heart thinking Don't about you feel mushy in your that heart? leader's meeting on Wednesday night. It was and seeing good everybody. stuff, seeing yeah.
0: everybody really, really touched me. Well, this is Palm Sunday. This is the start of the Passion Week. This is the start of that week where Jesus is now headed to the, the climax, which is resurrection. So that's next Sunday. We're going to have Easter. Together next Sunday and Good Friday, we're gonna have a 10 o'clock Good Friday service as well. So, we want you to be a part of that. But this is Palm Sunday, yeah. On Palm Sunday, everybody was kind of showing up. Let me, I gotta run my own slides here. So, oh, I forgot. We're moving. We're still moving. In the middle of all of this, we're still talking to uh, build design people and looking at properties and things. So continue, please. Keep praying for us because even in the middle of this, we're believing for expansion. Can I get an amen? So imagination.
1: Got to do more th- more than one thing.
0: <laughs> talking to your PowerPoint. I, I got to do more than one thing. I got to run my own PowerPoint. So this is kind of interesting. So we started with the Great Divide, right? And I thought about that. You know, a drop of water would fall right on the Rocky Mountain. Mountains and whatever side it fell on, that's where it flowed. But you know, we are on this side. We're in a covenant, new covenant. Yes. And last week we talked about how the old covenant, it's old, it's done, it's obsolete, it's finished. So this week we want to talk about the end of injustice. The end of injustice. It's a new day. No more injustice. Amen. All right? And God's really, really serious about justice. That's one of the reasons he came is to execute justice. The feast of Passover, it's today they brought their sacrifice. So everybody had to get a lamb. You had to get a lamb and you had to bring it to the priest. Today was the day that everybody was literally lining up in front of the temple, bringing their lamb to be sacrificed. And not to be sacrificed, but to be inspected. Then they had to take it home and live with it. Mm-hmm. But they had to bring the They
1: didn't have a lamb. They had to buy one at the temple. And part of the problem with the temple was they were charging an exorbitant amount of money. Bunch of cheaters. Yeah, a bunch of cheaters.
0: Bunch of cheaters. It was bad stuff. So Mm -hmm. here they are. They're bringing the lamb. So it's interesting that the lamb of God, at the same time that, that lambs are being brought... The Lamb of God is showing up for inspection. You see the whole parallel of Jesus absolutely, totally fulfilling the Old Covenant in every way. They had to get rid of the leaven. They had to sweep their houses, and they could only have unleavened bread during Passover. And the reason for that is, is because they didn't have time to put leaven in and wait for the dough to rise. You had unleavened bread because you had to go quick. You had to move really, really fast. But this was a day where they swept their houses and all those things and they got rid of the leaven. So Jesus showed up, and when Jesus got there, the Lamb of God also cleansed the temple. Isn't it amazing? All of the, the the patterns that go on here. And the so he's beginning.
1: And everything. All
0: the symbolism, yeah. all the types, and Jesus fulfilled every bit of it. So this is the day where he begins his final assault to secure justice for all. Wow, that's strong
1: language. strong language, Pastor Carl. Strong language, Pastor
0: Yeah. You know what's amazing is that uh, just looking at this and studying this, I mean, there's some historians say there might have been three million people around Jerusalem. Many say it probably swelled by two or three hundred thousand, some a million, but you know, all Jews were supposed to come back these feasts and to celebrate these feasts. So literally what would have been a a town that might have had about 100,000 people in it, it became like a massive campground. Surrounding the city was like a big, huge KOA. I mean, it's just people everywhere, hundreds of thousands of people surrounding the city. So when Jesus is coming into town, yeah, big, huge Woodstock every time they had a feast. So when Jesus is coming into town, he's coming through all of these areas and the people are there and they had palm branches to build shelters and all these things. But here's Jesus coming through. And when he came, there was a huge parade and a massive celebration. So Matthew 21, 9, it says, then the multitudes who went before and those who followed. So there's multitudes in front. There's multitudes behind. This is a big, big event. It says they were crying out and saying, Hosanna! Son and Hosanna David. is a compound word, two words. It says, we beseech you now, save us now, save us now. And they're saying Hosanna to the son of David, which means they're saying, you are the Messiah. You are the deliverer. They're, they're speaking boldly and publicly that you are the Those son of have God. been an
1: awesome moment wow. to have crowds and Jesus riding in on the donkey and to hear that uh, chorus, Hosanna from the crowds and people waving palm branches. Yeah, this wasn't like a couple of people right now, this was huge beautiful. like
0: when you think about a concert with See, hundreds us. of thousands of people and everybody you know i mean this is a massive crowd and they all begin to say and you feel the energy and the mm. swell because suddenly everybody the messiah the son of david and then everybody is joining in and yeah. everybody's getting involved in this blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest yes. matthew 21 10 right after says when he had come into jerusalem all the city was moved All the city was moved, saying, who is this? Who is this? The whole city. The whole city. So we're talking, could be a million people all going, what is going on? It wasn't like over in the corner of the city something. Down in White Oaks, a couple people got excited. We're saying the whole city. I mean, this is a city, almost 400,000. We're talking about a massive community of people. It says, Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, who is this? I looked up the word moved, Cheryl.
1: That's a good thing.
0: I did. I looked it up. And it's seal. And also, that's where they get the words "seismo." where we get seismograph, and the word see was to shake, to agitate, to cause, to tremble. So this you know, wasn't a like, you know. rumble in the city. Yeah, a massive rumble. I mean, every channel, I mean, CNN, MSNBC, yeah. I mean, City, uh, CTV, CBC, everybody was like, look what's going on, it was the news of the day. Everybody was engaged, yeah. and the whole city began to tremble. Luke 19, 41 to 44, says he saw the first. city. Don't you? Yeah. Yeah. He saw the city. Now here's Jesus. And his disciples with him, and they're going, this is awesome. I mean, this is it. This is, wow. I mean, we are coming into where he's going to set up his kingdom. This is it. This is so great. And this is what's going on. And it says he saw the city, and he wept over it. I mean, Jesus is coming into town. Everybody's cheering. They're declaring, speaking revelationally, you're the Messiah. And what's Jesus doing? Hey, everybody, how you doing? Hey, high five. No, he's weeping. Yeah. And literally the word, you look up that word wept, it, it means to weep with heaves. He was heaving. If you were behind him, you might have thought, he must be laughing. He's really enjoying this. But then you come around front and you see somebody yeah. gasping for air, his tears and his grief. And what's it's his grief about?
1: It's a his compassion and his passion for his own people. He knew that they would reject him and yeah. everything else. And yet from his soul and the depths of his being, he was weeping because they were going to miss something. Yeah. That's incredible. He was
0: devastated because he he spoke about that temple. He spoke about how it would be destroyed. He spoke in Matthew 24. He spoke about how in 70 AD that whole place would be ruined. And because he saw that, and he says it right here, he was weeping. He says, because you had not known. Known. Say known. Known. You did not know. People don't know what's going on today. There's a lot of people, just today I'm looking at all the people telling me what's going on today. But people don't know what's going on today. And even if especially this, your day, the things that make for your peace, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes because you did not know the time of your visitation. He says there's a whole group of people here who absolutely, totally missed that this was the Christ that this was the Messiah that the potential power and of the beautiful this thing about
1: the great divide now is that we always have the visitation yes. the holy spirit has With been poured always. out upon the earth Absolutely. and he's always visiting people yep. whether you're his people or you don't know you're his people yet the great divide kind of puts Done. an end to the fact that yeah. we are it, it's a temporal visitation right. but it's an all on visitation of the holy spirit upon the hearts of mankind he came yeah my heart that. woke
0: up. He came. Yeah. I mean, he came. And you know what? He's still here. The Holy Spirit's still he's here. not visiting. And today. He's not visiting. He's here. Mm-hmm. He has made me. He has made you. He's made the body of Christ. He's here. We are his fixed yeah. habitation. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Mm-hmm. And he's fully here. But here, Jesus wept because there was a group of people who did not know, did not know their time of visitation. And he knew what they
1: would be missing out on. Yes. And he would see the and destruction. He understood the future. Yeah,
0: All of that. Chapter 21 again, Jesus went straight to the temple and he threw out, say threw out. Threw out. He threw out everyone who had set up shop. Good for you. I'm glad you're here. He threw him out, Charles. Everyone. Say everyone. Everyone. I know. Look at that. I mean, he threw out everyone who set up shop, buying and selling. He kicked over the tables of the loan sharks. sharks. I mean, loan sharks in the temple and the stalls of dove merchants. He quoted this text. He said, my house was designated to be a house of prayer. So why was Jesus so upset? He got asked that question.
1: Yeah, you do. Well, he was upset because, you know, instead of making a way for people to come into the presence of God, the high priests and the loan sharks were preventing people from coming into the presence of God. They were charging an exorbitant amount to um, for people to buy their sacrifice because if they traveled, they had to bring their money to buy their temple sacrifices yeah. and buy their lambs. And the loan sharks and merchants were overcharging these people, making it difficult for them to come in yeah. to the temple, to come in and experience uh, forgiveness and everything else. And then they had to pay the temple tax. And and because it had to be in, in the temple shekel currency, yeah, yeah. and the temple currency, they had to exchange their Greek or Roman money and they overcharged for that. So there was a, just a whole bunch of inappropriate exchanges taking places and people were being ripped off and were being prevented from coming in and celebrating the Passover. There's also, if
0: you brought your sheep and they didn't like your sheep, and even if your sheep was perfect, they'd say, don't like your sheep. But if you want, We've got some pre-approved yeah, that's sheep. that's terrible. We got some sheep that we've already pre-approved, and you can buy one of our sheep. So the whole thing. Why were people coming to the temple in the first place? They
1: wanted. They wanted forgiveness. Yes. They wanted to celebrate the Passover. The one. Um, the celebration that they could fully participate in, yes. they could fully bring their sacrifice, yes. they owned this kind of feast and this, yes. this celebration and, and, and they were preventing them from experiencing that forgiveness and that whole um, aspect of, of Passover.
0: Thousands of people travel from near and far to come experience the forgiveness of sins, yeah. to come experience reconciliation with God, to come and experience the blood of the Lamb has covered me and my sins are forgiven. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they want to experience. And here they are coming to God's house, and, and God has set out it. a process in their covenant for how to do it. And they're coming to God's house, and the people that are running the show make it difficult for them.
1: That's bad. They
0: discriminate against it's people. It's very bad. And you know, the people that are hurt the most very are the bad poor. People. And the marginalized, and, and those difficult uh, for this whole process, and, and that's an awful thing. You know, here and it wasn't
1: just the loan sharks; the priests participated. Priests participated in this as too. Well. The whole thing was and, awful. You know, of all people that you would expect to be welcoming and on your side, it would be the priest, but they participated in this as well.
0: Like, can you imagine coming? I mean, and, and traveling a distance, and coming with an expectation that I'm going to know and sense, and I'm going to feel forgiven i'm going to feel reconciled to my father and, and the expectation you have of that and then when you get there the people who are there rip you off make it difficult make it hard or may even exclude you altogether and say you don't have enough go away can you imagine that I can't imagine how broken-hearted that. that person would be walking away mm-hmm. from that kind of an expectation how grossly misrepresented is the grace and love of god mm-hmm. when things like that happen mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Jesus must have been indignant. And he was because his actions, you know, um, reflect his indignation about the whole situation. So Jesus
0: has got incredible momentum. He's got everybody with him. They're all crying out, woo! And then yeah. all of a sudden, I mean, he he turns the thing into a worship train wreck. <laughs> he, he throws the whole place around. His followers might have gone, Not a good idea right now. What are you doing? And this did. isn't a great plan. But you know what? Jesus came and he completely transformed things. Psalm 89, 13 to 15. Your arm is powerful, your hand is strong, your right hand victorious. Equity and justice are the foundation of your throne.
1: And Jesus is God's right hand. Boom. Yeah. And he equity brings about equity and justice. And justice
0: are the foundation of of your throne. Everything his throne, his reign, his rule, his dominion, everything about him rests on and is grounded in his equity and his justice. Mm -hmm. Loyal love and faithfulness characterize your rule. How blessed are the people who worship you, O Lord. They experience your favor. These are people who understand that. They've sang those psalms, and yet here they are, and this is the God fairness. Open doors, open heart, faithfulness, loyal love. That's their expectation. And then they come to the house of God and they get discriminated against. They get stolen. And and the good news of a loving father is merchandised. Mm Wow. Very bad
1: people. Very bad.
0: Here's five things that took place. We're going to go really fast, but this is the big thing right here. I mean, first thing is for injustice to come, and on Palm Sunday, for an entrance to us living in and enjoying all the great things of God. Jesus came first of all to remove every hindrance, Amen. and in the gospel, in the good news, in the new covenant, every single hindrance is removed by one act, by one act, the finished work of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ Himself. He covered everything. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the Author and the Finisher. He's the initiator and the completer of your faith. It's all about him.
1: And worship going forward was going to be radically different. Radically different. No temple tax. No. No lamb sacrifices, nope. no blood, no mercy seat, none of no high priest, no kind of different quarters of the temple.
0: We were all, everything is radically yeah. different. No more Gentile quarters. no more women corps. have to stay over here. No more, you know, uh, you can't come any further than this unless you're a priest and you can't come over here unless you're a high priest. I mean, Jesus came to change it. Completely, once and for all, so that everybody could have absolute access to him without uh, unwelcomed additions, without Mm. barriers, and without without limitations. limitations. Let me tell you what, I looked up injustice. Here it is. The quality or fact of being unjust. Inequity. Violation of the rights of others. Unjust or unfair action or treatment. Discrimination.
1: I like that violation of the rights because the people of Israel had a right right... To come and celebrate the Passover, they had a right to come to the temple, and there was was no place for exclusion. God has always been inclusive. Always.
0: For me to be a child of God, Pastor Cheryl, for me to be a child of God, it says in John 1, to those who receive him, Him. he gives them the right and the privilege to be called... the The sons sons of of God. God. See, I become a child of God and every benefit is mine. Not because I jumped through a hoop or I did this or I, you know, checked 45 boxes. Quite simply, I've embraced him. I have accepted him. I have received him and all that he did on my behalf. And because of that, that one act, nothing more, nothing less, nothing else. I am a child of God. And if you add anything to it today, if you add, yes, that and... And there's so many people even today, you know, uh, there's gonna become a true people of God come forward. There's gonna be there's gonna be the real people are gonna come forward. Like, what we're not real people. So so there's there's this exclusive a cloud group of a people special, will come forward. I, mean, I don't them. even understand that. It's not biblical. I hate that and that's language. the kind of stuff that they were doing. And you see, they discriminated. There's, there's, there's the haves and the have-nots. There are no haves and have-nots in the there's kingdom of halves. God. There's just haves. There's just children of God. There's just those that he absolutely, totally qualified. And it's those things that keep us from moving in the glory. It's those things. It's like you got to pre-qualify. Bring seven box tops of this, that, and that, and you get to poop out a miracle. It's, I don't know what that's all about. Did you say poop
1: out a miracle? I did. I meant
0: pop. Oh, I let pop. Can we so? Can we rewind that?
1: <gasps> oh my! Can't gosh. rewind that.
0: Well, we can edit. But
1: everything is so. Later. Jesus edited, becomes the new and living way. Jesus is the new and yeah. living way. I just
0: love that. That's it. To All every hindrances. single thing. Jesus isn't just how you get in. Jesus is how, you, how you continue. Stay. The spirit isn't just the one who, through who you're born again. The spirit is the one who gives you life, who, who causes the nature, the character, the power, and everything of God. It's not by might or by power. Mm-hmm. It's by a spirit. And
1: empowers you to become all that you're Boom. called to be. I
0: am a child of Amen. God. Every right, every privilege. Mm-hmm. I have all the keys, everything necessary. I'm
1: confident of this Confidence very thing. Confidence for That thing. he would begun a good work Come and you will complete it Boom. and finish the finish. work. It. Amen. Jesus' name. Alpha and omega. Number
0: two, you ready? Number two, yeah. Here's some of the results. You ready? A proper purpose is restored. It says, my house is to be a house of prayer. Mm-hmm. So he he sees what's going on here. He says, I cannot believe. I know what my father's house is supposed to look like. This is not it. And yeah. he came and he did a serious renovation. So
1: um, when you think, uh, when you say a house of prayer, does that mean like just... Our Father who art in heaven. What does it mean?
0: Well, he said it out of Isaiah 56, Mm -hmm. verse 7. And I love that verse because it says, I will come and I will make them joyful in my house of prayer. And if Jesus is... all nations. All nations. See, so it's joyful. What's it supposed to look like? It's supposed to look joyful. You're not going to have a lot of happy people when you're getting ripped off, when you're told that you don't have enough, when you're told that you can't participate in the Passover today because your sacrifice isn't good enough. Mm -hmm. You can't participate in all the blessings of God because you just didn't do it quite good enough. You don't qualify (laughs) for... for healing today because you just didn't quite do it good enough that's not a happy place Jesus
1: welcomes everyone every single person
0: and you know what it says freely you received received. freely give (laughs) i think some people get offended because pastor that's too simple please give me three or four hoops to jump through i desperately in my flesh want to qualify can't i put a little plaque on my wall i graduated from blah 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 I don't need that. My identity is absolutely secure in the fact that I am a child of God. He's
1: qualified. And anything
0: in. that happens in my life, it happens by my abiding relationship with him and through him flowing in and through my life. It is all about him from beginning Amen. to end.
1: I love this. Make oh, them joyful make them in my, joyful my house, in house for my all, all house. nations. And I love how you define tefillah, intense prophetic prayer Intense. Music. And so God's house should be an intense place of joy, of prophetic yes. prayers and music, which means dancing and we're crying out to the Hallelujah. nations. Come on home. Yeah. I it declare over place. you the
0: Father is in the house. Come on home. It's a house of joy. It's a house of acceptance. Mm-hmm. It's not a place of discrimination. It's not a place where you got to qualify. It's not a place where anybody is not good enough. Whosoever will come on in, come and drink freely of the river of his life. Everyone's delights. invited to the party. Everyone's invited to the party. I like that.
1: Don't you like that? I like that. I like that. I hated when I was young and going to school and I got excluded from something special like some sort of party.
0: Did you but ever I- get excluded? Come on.
1: Yeah, some people didn't Sometimes. like me. Sometimes really days when people didn't like me. Anyways, but Jesus He loves me. Everybody. You're included. God is so You're in.
0: You too. Eh- Yes, even you. You're absolutely included in this, and it's free. It says it's the grace of God, and it's by faith so that it can be free to everyone. You cannot work for this. If you work for it, it's no longer a gift. You earned it as wages, Mm -hmm. but there's nothing you can do to earn every aspect of the kingdom and the goodness of God. Freely you've received. Now, freely give it away.
1: And and that creates an environment and a place where supernatural miracles can happen. Truth. When people feel welcomed, included, and loved. Yes, and love and affirmed and empowered love. that's a place where miracles can happen love
0: is the climate of the miraculous which leads
1: to your next point obviously my next point Pastor. i have the notes in front of me. you're it. so good yeah. power is demonstrated.
0: demonstrated the blind and the lame came in you see the blind and lame all those people i mean they they haven't got two cents to rub together they're begging out in the streets yeah. they're they're just they hoping somebody there's a lot more people in town i mean let's see if we can get a few bucks but you know suddenly those people who are discriminating against those people who are who are kept out and withheld because the blind and the lame came in you know? yeah.
1: they can't come into the temple because. Because they've got blemishes. You've got problems. There's yeah. something messed up oh, with you. Oh, that's so awful. Yeah,
0: you're a leper. You know, you're disqualified. You yeah. can't come in. But you see, Jesus came. When Jesus shows up at his house, mm-hmm. and when Jesus is in full manifestation of his, at his house, power is He's, on demonstration. Right and all the broken, they're, they're, their shame is gone. Their brokenness is gone. The brokenness in their soul realm, in their heart realm is gone. And they boldly come, and they come in the house of God. And it says, the blind and lame came in, and he healed them.
1: And he validated you know, when he uh, healed the lame and the blind, he validated his position as the one who can come into the house and radically change Truth. it and put it in order. Yeah. And so Jesus is the one who can change the atmosphere. He is the one who's made everything radically different. He's the one who's made God's house a house of prayer. And so in doing so, he just manifests and demonstrates. I'm the one who can do that. And watch. I'll show you because I'm going to heal the blind and I'm going to heal the Boom. lame. Yeah, he has power and he authority. He has power and authority Yeah, as a son in so the house. So when he fashioned the whip, it, the whip is a symbol of power yeah. and authority. Jesus is a symbol. He is power and yes. authority, and he demonstrates power and authority by he healing the blind and right the sick. in
0: the house of God. And thereby
1: validating himself that I'm the one who has the right to come I'm in and one. change things.
0: I'm the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How's well, that? Really good. Yeah. Really good. Number four. You ready for number four? Religious <laughs> spirits manifest. Yeah. Because look what the, the religious leaders of the day, when they saw all their toys being taken away and all their money-making schemes and all their strategies to put a yoke on the people and hinder them from entering into the presence of God, what do they do? I mean, they should be going, wow, look, everybody's being healed. Look, everybody's gaining entrance. Look, it's the Messiah. But instead it says they became indignant. Not a little bit angry, but a whole lot angry. Listen, really careful now. Are you feeling a little push anywhere in your life right now? where you feeling like, hey, what are you saying? I'm feeling a little upset right now. Hey, you know, if that's going on, you better check what's happening there. Mm -hmm. A little spirit of religion can creep in pretty easy. You know, it's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Of judgment. You know, some people think, well, the acts of the flesh are evil things. No, sometimes the acts of the flesh are you doing good stuff in your flesh. In
1: the wrong spirit. But it doesn't
0: have its source in God. You know, it's easy to fall on that other side and get into spiritual pride and think, hey, I don't need just Jesus. I like all my little tools. I like all my little qualifications." I love
1: how Jesus simplified everything.
0: He did. It just, you know, come to me. But they became indignant. (laughs) When liberty and freedom are in the house in full expression, religion goes into full manifestation. Say free.
1: Free. Say without cost. Without cost. Say unconditional love. Unconditional love. Why do we
0: put conditions on his love? Where there's great love, there's great miracles. So why do people get so incensed? I don't know. Because they've worked so hard on, on, you know, qualifying as being special. When you say, what do you mean I'm not special? That's
1: exhausting. We're all
0: special. (laughs) Everybody's special. And if you're really, really special and you know it, clap your hands. No, if you're really, really special and you know it, then you have no problem coming under other people and honoring and esteeming other people is better than Mm -hmm. yourself. Because inequity, if you think there's, there's layers of qualification. If you think there's scales of believers, that's inequity. Yeah, that really is inequity. There's no scales. There's there's no rows. You know, in, at the throne room, everybody has a front row seat. Everybody gets to sit in his lap. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And you know it's so awesome it's confusing today when people come to Jesus and then they got to qualify to be used by him. Yeah. It's all have by lots faith. Of
1: grace for the alcoholic who comes in and gives his life to Jesus but if he comes in a month later smelling like alcohol they have no grace it's for no him. Grace then. For you, now. you know grace it's grace from the beginning and grace from the end. It's love from the beginning and love to the end. It's unconditional all the time.
0: It's true. And you know what? If you're a believer, you qualify. These signs shall follow them that believe. Mm -hmm. They shall lay their hands on the sick, and they shall recover, Mm -hmm. cast out, devils, heal, all those things. Mm -hmm. And the qualifying for all those things is one simple thing. What are you going to say about Jesus? Are you going to accept him and receive him? So that's what's important. So those religious spirits, they come up. But number five, an atmosphere of triumph. I had no other way of saying it, Pastor Cheryl. No other way. you love that kind of language. I love that kind of language. Triumph. Triumph. Atmosphere of triumph, because here it is. I mean, the atmosphere changed. I mean, yeah, you, went, you went fully. from bickering and shouting and bartering and, you know, people getting mad to all of a sudden, shoo, the whole atmosphere changed because, boom, all of a sudden, children are running in and out all through the place, and they're that shouting, Hosanna, crazy. eh? There
1: must have been just
0: a moment of silence where they went, oh my gosh, what's going down here? But what, what, go? Why would the kids do that? Why would kids suddenly, just spontaneously, start to run in the house of God and say, praise God? Why the would they do that? The atmosphere totally changes when Jesus is in the house. There's no separation. There's no discrimination. I don't feel like I'm a kid and I don't belong. I don't feel like I can't run and enjoy my father's house. A child understands the presence of God. And what did they do to qualify that? Nothing. They were just there. And the children, they felt his glory. They felt his presence. And they ran and they frolicked and they enjoyed themselves. And sure enough, these children can't do that. What are you doing? You're just a child. Jesus is like what are you talking about and I love this because it comes from uh, it comes from uh, Psalm 8 verse verse 2 I don't think I put it in there oh I did it is right there out of the The mouths of babes babes you have have ordained ordained strength or praise you've ordained praise where from the mouth of babes how is he going to silence the foe and the avenger when the really mature people get together and (laughs) pray when the really really you know wise and established smart people get together we will change everything going on today when all the qualified people get together we can get rid of the coronavirus no it says here's how God's ordained it from the mouth of babes from the mouth of babes I have ordained praise I'm a babe too I want to stay a babe I want to stay green I want to stay young because of your enemies that you may silence the enemy and the the avenger lift up your Your voice voice. shames from the pit of hell Uh, discriminations from the pit of hell anything that's trying to disqualify you or tell you you can't do it that's from the pit of hell say stop it I am a child of God. Praise God. And let victory, let the atmosphere of triumph just invade every circumstance and situation. We speak to COVID-19 in the name of Jesus. We declare, praise God, King of kings and Lord over all. He is supreme over everything. His name is above every name. His name is above COVID-19. We declare that that enemy, that that avenger, he is silenced in the name of Jesus. Wow! Go for it! That's what we got to do, you know. Prayer meeting almost. That's started what we got to do. Almost Intense out of prayer meeting. Prayer. Intense prophetic prayer wow. for the nations. nations. And that's what that's all about. Mm-hmm. So, Hosanna! Two words: save, liberate. Do it now. We beseech you to save and to liberate and to do it now. So the Spirit of God is crying out to the church right now, saying, "Come on, demand justice! Demand justice!" You know, it's, it's not. It's not. What a horrible posture I see people on their faces. Oh God, we're so sorry. And I mean, wow, you know, that's such a weird posture. It's like, like God, some stoic God, if enough of you would fall on your face in front of me, I would change your circumstances. No, everything necessary for the circumstances to change, Jesus did at the cross. That's why it's called the finished work. If enough of us would exercise our faith and say, I insist that this stop, because in the middle of this broken world, This is not from God, but God placed you in a broken world, and he sent his son into this broken world, and he sent his son so that by believing in him, that his son would take away the brokenness one heart at a time, one life at a time, we're seeing his kingdom come in power and in manifestation. This is a broken system. It's a broken down world. God didn't do it. God didn't create it like this. He gave it all to man, and when Adam had it, Adam fell on his head, and he gave it up. And so right now, as, as the devil said, he is the prince of the power of the air. But you know what? When Jesus came, he restored our place, our rightful place to reign and rule. Mm-hmm. So now we got to cry out and we got to demand yeah. justice.
1: And Jesus made everything radically different. Jesus is a new and living way. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're watching us for the first time and, and you feel anxious or nervous about any of this or, or feel that you would never qualify to be part of God's family, God welcomes you. He's totally inclusive. He and he welcomes you into this house of prayer. And, and although we're doing everything virtual right now, we welcome you just as Jesus welcomes you.
0: We do. Mm-hmm. Listen, to those who receive him, to those who accept him, He He gives them them the the right right. and the privilege to be the children of God. So if you've never received him or never accepted him, you can do it now. If you're feeling fear and apprehension at this time in this world and in your life, I'm telling you, it's not just that you get to go to heaven when it's all over. Because COVID, we're afraid of people dying. Here's some news. It's appointed to every man to die. And then the judgment. So some people, COVID, it it might be a bad situation. But ultimately, the whole world is under a sentence of death at one point or another. And if you're concerned about that, you need to let Jesus enter your heart. Because it's not just you get to go to heaven, but heaven invades your heart right now. Mm -hmm. And you don't don't just get peace with God forever, you get the peace of of God God. that's going to come upon your life and in your life right now. And then you can become an infected dispenser of the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. On our website, You can go to our website, and if you've never made that prayer, you can press a button, and you can make that prayer, and you can say, I've accepted Jesus. Can I get more information? So you can press that button. Mm -hmm. Also, at the end of the service, we're going to do next steps. We're going to tell you more about who we are at Impact Church, Mm -hmm. and you can go to a Zoom link, and Pastor Cheryl and I today are going to be there, and we're going to be sharing a little bit with you about who we are as a people. So you can go to our website. Tell us if you're a first-time guest. Tell us you're a first-time guest. We want to follow up with you
1: and interact with us. Mm, yeah,
0: please. <laughs> and for all the rest of you, impactors from everywhere, we're going to have the Zoom lobby, and you can all hang and out. Kelly with Kelly and
1: Madeline will tell them about that.
0: Kelly and Madeline are going to be doing the post-service show, mm. and it's going to be happening right now mm. and in a few minutes. Mm. So let me pray for you, okay, and bless you. And we're going to turn it over to Kelly and Madeline. Love you guys. Don't you love these people? I do. I just miss everybody <laughs> so everybody bad. So bad. I hope that wasn't too intense today, but I tell you, when I see discrimination and when I see injustice, I get a little provoked. I really do. And when I see people get sucked into the web of it, it's so, so discouraging. But me too. I thank you for freedom, Lord, who the sun set free is free indeed in every single way. Let me pray for you. Yeah. Father, we bless our house, we bless this church, we bless our community. It's such an honor and a privilege to serve this house. We love them all so very, very deeply. We just pray you surround them with your goodness, your grace, and your confidence. And Father, you've not given us a spirit of fear, but love and power and a sound mind. So thank you for what you're doing in our hearts and our lives today. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for giving us creative ways to respond and act in this time and in this community. So I bless these folks. I bless them with the love of God, the revelation of his love to wrap their hearts. I pray right now for the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ to be upon and to saturate each and every one. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that the Comforter who has come, the Holy Spirit, our partner, is with us, wrapping us and animating us every moment of every day. I bless you now in Jesus' precious Amen. name. I just Amen. want to say
1: thank you to all of our staff who we are working hard to keep everybody connected through this um, social isolation and distancing. Pastor Carl and I are really proud of our staff. and. And we just love you to bits. And although I'm at home working on my dining room table, I miss you all. But I'm really proud of our staff for keeping everybody connected and thinking of creative ways to keep you connected so that you know that you're a part of a big, big family. God so bless right you now, all.
0: We're going to
1: hand it off to Kelly and Madeline. And whoop, whoop.